Before we begin today's proceedings, a moment of silence for the release of touchdown slash whitewater Jesus, Jake Kumaro. Thank you. Crossy Posse Packer Nation. Welcome to another episode of Packers, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. So many cuts. So much heartbreak. Grassy, and today we are going to be analyzing, reacting, and breaking down the Packers' initial 53-man roster. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout-out and thank you to some brand-new patrons and YouTube members. First, over on the Patreon side of things, we have Dante010192, up and from $10 to $12. Thank you very much. And we got T Cuddle Shark with a $5 subscription. Thank you very much. Over on the YouTube side of things, we have Top Dad 2007 Congrats on that award. Who have they played? And Dante151. A big shout-out and thank you. Now, today, the pack released their initial 53-man roster, and of course, the cuts began early this morning and continued throughout the afternoon, and it is important to note that this is just the initial 53-man roster, as I imagine tomorrow things are going to drastically start to shift because injured players, before they can go on IR, they need to be signed to the 53-man roster. And so, for example, a guy like Kamal Martin has made the team, but he's going to be out at least six weeks, so you imagine that he is going to be moved, and then the backers can turn around and they can sign a guy that they released or potentially sign somebody who they are looking at from another team who has been released. So let's break down the offense first. We'll go through it, and uh, we'll give our thoughts. At quarterback, no surprises there. They decided to keep three. We talked about this with my 53-man roster prediction. They went with Aaron Rodgers, Tim Boyle, and Jordan Love. Tim Boyle kind of establishing himself as the number two guy. He is going to be Rodgers' primary backup. And again, there, this is nothing to freak out about. This is nothing to worry about because Jordan Love is still you know, getting better, getting used to the system, and getting used to being an NFL quarterback without any pre season experience. So no shock there. Then over on the running back side of things, they decided to keep three or four, depending on who you ask. They went with Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, A.J. Dillon, and Tyler Irvin. I say three to four because Tyler Irvin could be treated as a wide receiver. He did line up with the wide receivers uh, in camp before they said, no, no, reporters, you can't report that anymore. And so Tyler Irvin, I think, is going to have definitely an extended role uh, on this offense. And of course, He rejuvenated that kick return game last year, so I imagine he's going to be on kick and punt return duties. So nothing crazy here. There were some rumors that came out earlier this season of like, there were some rumors early on saying that maybe Jamal Williams could be a surprise cut or trade, but he had a really, really nice camp. And on top of that, he is a receiving threat. So so they're going to continue to roll with Jamal Williams. Now, it is important to note that one of the big guys that they did get rid of was Dexter Williams. who brought him in last year and had a nice preseason, showed some flashes, right? But did not make the roster this year. Potentially could get signed back to a practice squad spot. Then, of course, the talk of the town was wide receiver, in which we are keeping five wide receivers, and there were some shocking uh, developments here. Of course, we're keeping Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard, MVS, Equinemia St. Brown, and the shocking one was Malik 
Taylor. No, not Malik Turner, the guy we got from the Seahawks. Different guy. Malik Taylor, he was injured his senior year, didn't even play, and he was brought on to the team last year, and he was signed to the practice squad where he remained all year, and he's kind of just gone under the radar, not only from beat reporters, just from everybody in general. So Goody and LaFleur must love something in Malik Taylor, and so it's going to be interesting to see, you know, if he's able to do really anything from that wide receiver six, if we're counting Tyler Irvin's spot. But on top of that, some surprise cuts. Of course, as we mentioned, Jay Kumaro got cut. You have Reggie Bagleton being cut, Darius Shepard getting cut, and Malik Turner getting cut. Now, Jay Kumaro, you know, I, I had talked about for the past few days that he is on the fringe. There's no guarantee, but people were caught off guard because Aaron Rodgers was just singing his praises and he instead got cut. He was 28 years old, right? And there was limitations there, but I thought that he was at least a nice target for Aaron Rodgers. They had built a rapport with one another. And a lot of people like myself were also pulling for former CFL player Reggie Bagleton, who, again, they could still sign to a practice squad spot. I would imagine they will. I think that they would go with Bagleton over Kumaro uh, to sign to that practice squad spot. But as of right now, Bagleton has not made the roster. And Darius Shepard, who we had last year, who made the initial 53 and then wound up going down to the practice squad, he had a pretty nice camp as well. However, he was released. Then over at tight end, no shockers here. We decided to keep four. You have Mercedes Lewis, Robert Tanyan, Jay Sternberger, and Josiah DeGuerra. So nothing shocking there. Then with offensive line, we decided to go with nine. I predicted 10, and these are the nine that we decided to stick with. David Bakhtiari, Elton Jenkins. You had Corey Lindsley, Lane Taylor, Billy Turner, Ricky Wagner, Lucas Patrick, John Runyon, and Yosh Neiman. Now, couple shockers there. One, Yosh Neiman making it, which who I originally was going to put on my roster predictions because I was high on him last year. He is suffering with an injury and basically missed all of camp, but the coaches must love him and believe enough in him for him to make the initial 53. We talked about Lane Taylor, how he kind of has made that comeback, which is phenomenal for him. Apparently, he's had an amazing camp and went undefeated. But as of right now, they have gotten rid of Alex Light, who was terrible last year. Uh, but they got rid of him, potential backup for David Bakhtiari, and they have gotten rid of center Jake Hansen. Now, there are concerns because Billy Turner obviously is injured right now. It's not disclosed how injured he actually is going to be. An injury report is going to come out on Wednesday with potentially more details on that. So, yeah, looking at that offensive line, as we talked about before, I am very, very nervous about that. And the Packers are just going to have to bite the bullet and go right tackle or left tackle in the draft in the early rounds next year. And I am terrified, absolutely terrified, because if one of these starters go down, we could be in big trouble. And it was even talking about this with Aaron Rodgers, how, you know, the, the battle at right tackle is not settled yet. So that's a encouraging thing to hear when we have like a week to go until football. I'm not nervous. And so that brings the total to 25 players on the offense. Then hang over to the defensive side of things. On the defensive line, you got Kenny Clark, Dean Lowry, Kingsley Kiki, Tyler Lancaster, and Montrevious Adams. No real shocks there. Montrevious Adams could have potentially been cut. Montrevious Adams, who did suffer a toe injury, could be moved onto IR with designated to return. So again, there might be another guy that's going to come in and potentially fill that spot. We'll see how they move things around tomorrow. Then with inside linebacker, you got Christian Kirksey, Oren Burks, Ty Summers, and Kamal Martin. Again, no shockers there. And again, with Kamal Martin, he is most likely going to be moved on the IR with a designation to return. So someone else is going to fill that spot. 
Well, outside linebacker, we kept five of them with Zadarius Smith, Preston Smith, Rashawn Gary, Randy Ramsey, and Jonathan Garvin. I predicted that Jonathan Garvin would make the team, and I was very happy to. Our last pick from this past draft. And Randy Ramsey, who is also dealing with an injury. We don't know the severity of it. He could get moved around as well, but they decided to go with five outside linebackers. Then at cornerback, we decided to stick with six. You had Jair Alexander, Kevin King, Chandon Sullivan, Josh Jackson, who had himself a great camp, Kadar Holman, and Kabian Ento. All of those guys who I predicted would stick on the roster. Now, Kabian Ento, also dealing with an injury. I thought because of that, he might not make the roster, but he'll be moved most likely to IR with designation to return, and someone else will take that spot for the moment. One of the surprises, though, at cornerback was Stanford Samuels getting released. Uh, again, I think he is going to be definitely be a guy for practice squad consideration, but he was having himself a really, really nice camp as well. The guy, again, who I want to talk about is Josh Jackson. Josh Jackson, who, former second rounder, a lot of people loved him coming out of college, and he just really hasn't done a whole lot, has had a very impressive camp, and I hope he's able to translate that to the field, And because we can have one of the best secondaries in the NFL if our corners and safeties are doing amazing. Then with safety, we decided to stick with five with Adrian Amos, Darnell Savage, Rava Green, Will Redmond, and Vernon Scott. Very happy with all of that. One of the surprises... So with safeties, Raven Green is also dealing with an injury. So same thing as I said before. And so that brings the total to 25 on defense. And then you have your three special team ins with Mason Crosby, J.K. Scott, and Hunter Bradley. So that is your breakdown of your initial 53-man roster for the Green Bay Packers. No overall complete and total shocks or big moves, but I would imagine that this is going to drastically change as soon as tomorrow. There is going to be a waiver period that is going to begin now in which the Packers could potentially go after players. I know they're pretty far down on the waiver wire, but then they can start signing their practice squad players, and who knows? I mean, there's still plenty of time for some trades to be pulled off, etc., so I would not be surprised if the Packers actually go and bring somebody in. We talked about, for example, Todd Davis, who just got released by the Broncos. He could potentially be an option. Or if they want to address wide receiver and bring another guy in, they potentially could. But let me know what you think down in the comments below about this initial 53-man roster. Any surprises besides, of course, Kumaro? How you feeling about it? Do you feel confident in all of our roster spots? I do see some points of weakness. I see also a lot of consistency because a lot of the guys who were on the team last year were also on the team this year, and that goes to the practice squad as well. The guys, A lot of guys who were on the practice squad last year wound up making the team this year. So we'll see how this pans out, and I'm sure things will change rapidly. But let me know. You can always find me at TomGrassyComedy.com or at TomGrassyComedy, all social media, see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout out and thank you to all the patrons and YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, go Pack Go!